quarantine and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan. And we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago. Join us for this spoiler free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We're going to reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss season three, episode seven, Escape from Witch Island. Oh, shit. Oh, I love shit. this episode. This is a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one was written by Tom Kapanos, uh, right. whose last episode was the one with Gina Fattori. It was both of their first episodes on Dawson's Creek. Okay. So this is Tom's first episode by himself, uh, directed by James Whitmore Jr., um, our old buddy. Um, directs all the classic i mean yes yeah yeah definitely uh this one originally aired on november 17th 1999 the description from wikipedia in order to add excitement to a dull project dawson decides to make a documentary (laughs) enlisting the help of joey pacey and jen the group head to a small island near capeside rumored to be haunted by the ghosts of some 18th century girls that's not the right century yeah it's the 17th century (laughs) killed after being accused of witchcraft joey finds similarities between her own life and that of one of the dead girls which provokes some deep reflections on her strained relationship with dawson after some exploratory conversations jen and pacey make the decision to become more than just good friends albeit on a casual basis back at school Andy gets a little too involved with her role as the head of the school disciplinary committee. When Dawson screens his documentary for his class, Joey is forced again to question her opinions about love and happiness. Hmm. Okay. That's a strange. Definitely not how that goes, but okay. Okay. I mean, you know, it's, I mean, it's uh, the last sentence maybe didn't need to be in that description, but we're going with it. We're going with it. Okay. So November 18th, my history's mysteries, um, November 18th, 1999, the Aggie bonfire collapses in state college station, Texas, killing 12. I don't know if you remember this. I don't. They did a big, I, I really do. Um, at which one is in college station, Texas tech. I think it, I think it's a and M. Texas A&M. They do a big bonfire before the games, um, I guess. Okay. And it was this huge thing and it collapsed and killed 12 people. Like it was we, like burned sh- them to death. Yeah, it was a huge. And like, I think crushed them and then burned them to death. Some of them. It was very <laughs> it was fucked. It was very bad. Um, so then on November 20th, 1999, China launches the first uh, Shenzhou spacecraft. So cool. There you go. The number one movie is Pokemon. The first movie. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't even remember that at all. I, I'm a little too old for Pokemon. We're both Me a little too, too old. So Me too. <laughs> I don't like, really uh. understand it. Some of my cousins were really into it. Yeah, uh, me too. But, Which I love for them. Like, yeah. Good. But I <laughs> yeah. was like, not for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just like slightly too old. So yeah. so number one, of course, is Smooth by the, the songs. Number one is Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. So we were going to give you the number two, except that the number two is Satisfy You by Puff Daddy featuring R. Kelly. So, you know, I'm not going to play it because <laughs> oh, fuck R. Kelly. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then um so i'm gonna i'll play the number three <laughs> we're digging down we're digging down which was of course the lou bega classic mambo number five god what a terrible time music oh my god we were really... how do we go off like a banger spring and summer to like know. real rock bottom yeah oh my it, god it's gonna get better i i it is gonna get a little bit better on the number two selection um but yeah this week was a real it was really not wow. good i think number 10 was um uh uh the britney spears one um with the heart um oh um oops i did oops. it again mm-hmm. yeah, yeah all right um so there you go so before we jump into the episode um i want to give a shout out to my hometown of santa cruz california um, if you guys don't know, uh, there are some really bad fires up there. Um, our our alma mater of UC Santa Cruz yeah. has been evacuated at this time, though it is not. Um, nothing's on fire there, thankfully. Yeah. Um, and school isn't in session. And school isn't in although. session. <laughs> um, there are some people that have had to evacuate um, who you know live up there full time, but uh, but um the mountain area around santa cruz is all on fire and it it is threatening um parts of the town um so i'm going to throw up a link to the community the santa cruz county community resource fund um for you guys to donate if you have a little extra to spare but just like i understand that a lot of people don't right now that's totally cool just send your good thoughts to santa cruz um yeah you know that's what it, it it's um going through a time right now so and even though sometimes i talk shit about it on this podcast i love it deeply and i <laughs> well, no one wants to see anything burned to the ground no and, i definitely you know, don't want to as see californians they, or they always say there's like three seasons yep. <laughs> like award season pilot season and fire season mm-hmm. that's like that's the real la that's the la seasons <laughs> but, but yes we are in the thick of it scary in california because it's very scary yeah and it's hot i mean we we have smoke in la from a different fire but um but luckily we're not where aaron and i are we're not um anywhere yeah yeah um yeah so so anyway spare us a good thought for for my uh my homies in the north Mm um yeah yeah, so with that aaron we open at the video store. The video store. So hey, this is, huh? So last time we were at the video store was like, was it when Pacey was watching porn and then asked Andy out on a date? Is I think it? I in like the beginning of season two. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I guess I hadn't given it a thought. You know? I know. Well, I was kind of like, man, I've missed the video store. Where was it? Well, what episode is it where like they're doing like the window dressing? Of oh, that's coming up. It's coming up, Aaron. <laughs> well, no, Dawson's like holding on to like a a noose. <laughs> anyway, I think it's sure. I think it's three oh nine. I think you're talking about three oh nine. Oh shit! <laughs> shit! <laughs> Leave that out. <laughs> <laughs> that's i don't think that's a spoiler <laughs> dawson will dress a window at some point on the show yeah um well but, i'm glad you brought back this location same. i mean we probably will never see the ruins again but we're gonna see the video store yeah you know? definitely the video store and um it's called screenplay video which i don't think we knew that that's what it was called oh okay yeah okay. so because we see the sign above it so 
Right. There we go. Yeah. And, and so Joey comes in and she's like, please tell me you have the crucible still. Yeah. And Dawson's like, already checked out. Belinda. <laughs> Belinda checked it oh. out. <laughs> and Joey's like, serves me right for being that girl. Wait yeah. the night before an important paper to rent the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, by the time you walk to the video store and watch the whole movie, you could have read the crucible. Right. That's true. It's short. <laughs> it's like not that long at all. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. That's a good point, it's, Aaron. Good point. Because like we had to read it in high school. Yeah. I don't I don't think I've ever had to read it, actually. I'm not sure that I've actually ever read it. I mean, I know what it's about. Really? But, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's like we didn't have to do the Scarlet Letter, but we did the Crucible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't have to do either. <laughs> freshman year. I don't think we did it junior year. I can't I don't remember though. Yeah. But anyways. So you <laughs> know da- Dawson's, Dawson's like, like Dawson's like, since when are you that girl? Yeah. And Joey and Joey goes on this crazy rant. She's like, well, you know, since we started um, renovating the house to make it a and b and I have Alexander to take care of, I really haven't had that much time for school. And Dawson <laughs> like, just like looks at her like, what the fuck? Like, don't you work at the marina? And yeah. And Joey's like, and Joey kind of looks back at him like, what the fuck? Like, the have worked story. there for a long time. Yeah, dude. And that took a sour turn. Yeah, you know? yeah. And. And then she kind of cuts back like, oh, well, how's Eve? Yeah. And he's like, oh, she left town. Yeah. We're seeing like they don't even know what's up with each other anymore. You know? Yeah. It made me remember, too, like they have not interacted on this show since episode four. Yeah. When Dawson came to um, ask Joey advice and then gave her the the home movie tape. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you, you know, she goes to leave and Dawson's like, wait, I have this like bullshit assignment you could do with me. <laughs> and like, I convinced Principal Green, who I guess is like teaching the crucible. I, okay, that's I had not how it works. I had questions about that. Works. Yeah, yeah. But okay. She, he's like, I convinced Principal Green, like, does he really want to re- read a five page paper uh, with a hell of footnotes or does he want like a video assignment? <laughs> right. Which is, and, I mean, I got to say, first of all, I don't know, Principal Green, possibly these students should learn how to write a page, five page paper with footnotes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But whatever. Not my I didn't. I'm not teaching this class. Um, He's not a Cape Side educator. Which, I, am, like, I am not a Cape Side educator. Okay. And um, like Dawson's like, yeah, I've, I've invited Jen and Pacey to do it with me. And like Jen, Joey's like, whoa, my invite must have gotten lost in the mail. Yeah. Oof, and oof, Dawson's oof. like, yeah, I mean, I would have invited you, but I didn't. Also, <laughs> also, I got to tell you right here, there's like a poster behind Joey for a movie, presumably, uh-huh. that says literally the poster in huge letters says beer, pornos, thievery, Down syndrome. And I um have oh some... My. <laughs> I have questions about what movie it's advertising. It seems like it's like for a movie. I I mean, I don't know. That's okay. So, so Dawson's like, yeah, I'm making this movie about, I'm going to make this documentary about Witch Island. And then Joey's like, ah, so you're going to rip off the Blair Witch Project. (laughs) Okay. Wait, I have some fun facts about the Blair Witch Project. (laughs) 
Uh-huh. Blair Witch came out in July of 1999. So yeah. So when this episode was written, probably in August, September 1999, it was we were in the thick of, yeah, Blair, yeah. Of Blair Witch. It was shot for sixty thousand dollars, according to yeah. Box Office Mojo, and it only and it only made about one point five million dollars its first week. But then it went on to make $248 million worldwide. So, like, it was a legit phenomenon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was huge. I mean, huge. They just had this huge press push of, like, is it real? It was like a, it was kind of like, I won't, I don't want to say it was like the first found footage because that's not true, but it was like the first that became big of the found footage um, genre, you know? Yeah, yeah. So funny. I, and you can, you can cut this, but when I first moved to LA, I was a nanny and the goddaughter of the girl I took care of her or her godmother was the girl from the Blair Witch. I know I was so going to hang out. I used to hang out with her once a week. <laughs> so weird. I, know, I remember. I remember. <laughs> What's up? Heather? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I remember that is your uh, one of your very L.A. stories. And I love it. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but so Dawson is like, you know, I'm insulted that you yeah. are. It's like totally offended. It's like, what? You totally are making a rip off. Like- <laughs> and he's like, you know, I'm I'm making this documentary about which island and like hypocrisy and l- religious persecution. And he asked Joey if she's in and she's like, um, she kind of channels her inner Andy. Like we see Joey's kind of anxiety spiral because she's Uh like, if I blow off the paper, I'll fail the class. And if I fail the class, that could put me in a downward spiral that dooms me to wait the tables of Cape side for eternity. (laughs) So I guess I'm in. (laughs) And then we go right to the credits. So weird. It's like how Cape Side, they'll make like an assignment be like 50% of your grade, you know? Yeah, yeah. And if you, it's like you don't fail one essay and then fail the whole class. Like, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Works. Also, like, like you could turn it in late for partial credit. I mean, just if we're being real, but I'm, I'm yeah. into this like weird setup because it gets them all together on this island. So <laughs> I, here we go. <laughs> So, so we cut and it's like, you know, inside a video camera, yeah, yeah. Principal Green is telling the story of Witch Island. Right. And, like, and he tells us in 1692, 13 teenage women were teenage girls were sent to an island because they were suspected of practicing witchcraft. And then one year later, a fire raged out of control, killing them all. So that is the story of Witch Island. Then we, then we, we go cut to Mitch and yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, it was the best makeout spot in town. Yeah. Just like, whoa. whoa. Okay. And so... then we go to Gail. Oh, God. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's where um, Mitch and I had sex for the first time. <laughs> and then like the kid. The you know camera drops and she's like, "Wait, Dawson, are you okay?" And he's like, "Shut up!" I know, Dawson. I hear you. Um, and I, we go to then oh. the the original foursome, our core four, walking into school yeah. together. And like, I just There's think that right, yeah, I think right now though we need to just get the Joey's hat discussion out of the yeah. way. <laughs> because it's, it's there the whole episode like, what year is this why they got to put her in such hideous hats oh my god it's like a bucket that is that a bucket hat that's a bucket hat kind of is it 
Ugh. I don't know. It's a terrible hat know. that she's it's in wild. all it's all wild. episode long. And yeah, Jen's Jen's like, I didn't like the Blair Witch project. Yeah, she's like, she's you like, know, unimpressed. She, and Pacey's she like, wasn't scared. The girl was annoying. The girl Aaron knows. Yeah. <laughs> and she had to run to the snack bar in need of Dramamine, which I, I remember that being I a thing. I remember that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. people would like get seasick during it. Yeah. Or motion sick. And, and Pacey loved it, as did Dawson. Sure. <laughs> and Joey was scared. <laughs> and Joey's like, and Pacey's like, no surprise you were scared you're like quite the skittish kitten and he he kind of hip bumps her and she pushes him back it's a cute little moment yeah. that they have and then dawson and- is like dude hollywood laid to waste by like these people with a camcorder that's amazing which it's that is what was amazing about it yeah. you know yeah yeah totally and so and then jen does one of her monologues that they <laughs> have now leaned into <laughs> I'm here for I'm here for this monologue. I'm here for it. It's about witches being the agent of the patriarchy. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, I want to say there's no such thing as witches to which I say bite your tongue, Jen. There absolutely are. (laughs) Um, And that witch is a buzzword for a girl who happened to follow her completely healthy, totally natural urges and explore her sexuality. But you can't do that in the swing in 1690s without getting the townsfolk up in arms. And she kind of is like, you know, so these puritanical creeps brand these girls as witches and then like send them off to an island to die a horrible death. Like, yeah. And just like, Jen, fight the power. I'm with you. I know. Seriously. It's like a pretty accurate description of um, what happened during that time. Yeah. You you don't need to read The Crucible. You know what it's about, girl. Yeah. And then Joey like slut shames her and gets extra. I, I think it's fun. Though. I think this part, because sometimes Joey's slut shaming is like pointed and daggers at you. This one was like fun, snarky Joey. It was like, right. hey, we're kind of friendly. I get to I get to rib at you a little bit because um, mm. she's like, you know, lucky for you. We live in a world where you can follow your natural urges without fear of persecution, which I'm like, man, that's only kind of true. I know and I I guess what I don't like is that like Dawson perpetuates this narrative that Pacey only cares about sex and like whatever and then Joey perpetuates it with Jen and I just like I don't think that it's true like you know and like like the show just does this throughout where it's like these two characters they're the sluts you know oh totally I'm sorry Pacey and Jen you know and like we actually don't really see that behavior like to this point you know um and so it's perpetuated by our like quote good characters you know absolutely i think that is a a completely fair assessment but like i also think that there are times when joey is like really horrible to jen and Mm -hmm. and there are times when they kind of have a friendly banter and this felt like a more friendly banter time to me you know what i mean but i think that assessment is spot on um yeah and so jen tells joey like Touche. I so would have been burned at the stake by now. Like, Absolutely. Uh-huh. She like kind of has, you know. I mean, yeah, th- exactly. In a 1990s kind of way, she yeah. she has been. Also, I just want to take the moment to to call to call off the Jen Lindley hair watch because yeah. um it's glorious in this episode. Seriously. Her hair looks Especially amazing. the juxtaposition of Joey in this hideous hat. In that hat. <laughs> like normally joey wins katie holmes wins the hair wars like her hair looks good almost through the entire show there's a few things that aren't great and 
but man, Jens looks fucking great starting yeah. in this episode and it's glorious uh, for a while for a yeah. long while yeah Definitely. so yeah so we'll come back we'll, we'll circle back to hair watch <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. In, somewhere in the year 2002 or 2003 <laughs> <laughs> and so dawson you know is trying to be the director and he yeah. says like all right we got to find someone to interview yeah. like you know and he yeah. gives and then Pacey some assignments and he says to Joey like come with me well he <laughs> he's like we'll go set up the camera and you guys go find people to interview and I'm like Dawson like way to make them do all the work Jesus exactly <laughs> I didn't even tell him where he's gonna set up the camera to like meet the interviewees but like okay okay and so um Pacey kind of like turns to Jen and I love their friendship. So I love I'm it. For it. <laughs> he says he and tells Jen's like, oh, looks like Winnie and Kevin are getting back together. Yeah, Pacey says, look at that, Kevin and Winnie taking those steps back to the wonder years. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> Amazing. Great job, Pace. And didn't uh Jeff Stepakoff worked on the Wonder yeah. Years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they kind of talk about how Pacey and Jen they've never hooked up you know yeah they're kind of like, like why is that like yeah what's, what's you know why did we never whatever and I, I wanted to note that like this line of questioning kind of comes out of nowhere um, I know but like in the hands of Michelle Williams and Joshua Jackson like it feels to like you're like yeah this is definitely a conversation these two would have even though it is like kind of clearly not a conversation these two would have <laughs> I completely agree. I mean, I, like I said, I think it's like perpetuating this idea of like they're the sluts. They're the so, sluts. You know, yeah. like of course all they think about is having sex. You know, and you're like, totally. well, all any sixteen year old thinks about is sex. So, like, <laughs> okay, accurate. You know, I mean, I guess they're just more self evolved in the sense that they like talk about it maybe yeah. <laughs> instead of acting like they're above it. But like right. as like Dawson and Joey do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, and Pacey tells Jen the that the smart smart. The smart ass sidekick never gets the girl. And that's why they that's why they didn't hook up. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And then Pacey kind of tells Jen, like, oh, well, you hooked up with Dawson because you were trying to correct your bad girl reputation. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, we didn't need anything from each other. I hooked up with Andy because like I needed someone to like help me be on the right track. Yeah. Like <laughs> my like educational um you know indifference <laughs> right it's like you know we we didn't need each other we needed other people so we, of course we didn't heck um hook up and pacey also says that they're on a level playing field like you and i are on a level playing field so we don't really need each other yeah we can't like yeah it's yeah interesting. <laughs> and jen's like um i thought dawson was good at deconstruction and i'm like yeah jen get on this bus pacey's better at all of it <laughs> i know pacey is a wait she and pacey have the best assessment of all the situations like obviously throughout the seat the show you know uh, yeah obviously um so so then we get this little beat where andy goes to principal green's office to talk yeah. about her appointment to the safety committee and she's like i've got big plans and she He's like hella extra. Right. And I'm just like, why do we even have this, this story? I, I don't know why the storyline's here. I mean, I, I think that Kerr Smith was filming something at this yeah. time. And so he's not in last episode or this episode. Um, But like, I feel like just pay Meredith Monroe to not come to work. Like, 
I know. <laughs> it's <laughs> or if you just want like a beat of storyline, like have her like in bed crying or something. Right, right. Yeah. Have her dealing with or yeah. like talking to her therapist. Hello, you know, be a that perfect too. opportunity for that. You know, yeah, but that anyways, would be great. So we just get this little beat, and uh-huh. then we go back over to Dawson and Joey and they're setting up the cameras and Dawson's like, I can't believe we're doing this. And Joey's like, I know it's kind of weird. Right. And he's like, yeah, like I'm pretty excited though. And like, and he's just like, thinks they're talking about them hanging out. Right. Cause Dawson's like, like, I I feel like we're recapturing, like, I I feel like I'm recapturing this feeling that I lost along the way. And Joey's like, yeah. 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 And then he's like, I'm just so glad I'm making a movie again. And her face just like drops. Yeah. <laughs> and she, at least she like tells him that. Yeah. She doesn't always stand up for herself, you know? Yes. And she's like, oh, I thought you were like sad about us, you know, or right. you're excited about us hanging out. And he's like, oh, yeah. I mean, that's cool, too. <laughs> well, he kind of like. I I can't tell if I think that he's like doing her a solid kind of where he's like, yeah, I miss our whole let's make a movie thing that we had, like, because they used to make movies together, of course. And but it's like, also, he's I think he's trying to spare her feelings, which I get. But also, like, you don't have those feelings, Dawson. So, like, don't lead her down some path. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they're on a line here. Like they're, they're, they're kind of both on the line and they're like teetering about someone's about to fall off of it. Right. Well, I just think Dawson in his mind, he's like, well, I told Joey we're just friends. So we're just friends, you know? And so like, he doesn't really think that he has to manage her feelings, you know? Right. And so he's not even thinking about that, you know? But it's like, we're in the exact opposite situation that we were in last season. Right. Like, but in the same situation we were in first season. Right. Because Dawson's like, I don't want to be with Joe. Like, Dawson doesn't want to be with Joey now. Mm-hmm. And she's bummed about that. But like, yeah. but like, they're Joey's less forceful about like trying to push this issue than Dawson was. Like, remember in season two, we kept having those like, oh, my God, like she has told you over and over again, she doesn't want to date you. Um, yeah, but she also had told him over and over she wanted to be friends with him, and that's kind yeah. of what Dawson's saying. You exactly, know? exactly. So, so, so I think Joey's like, "Oh, ouch, friends." Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean, yeah, she's bummed, but I like was kind of like, "Joey, come on, that's what you said you wanted like six months ago." You know, and you kept uh, totally. pressuring him to just being friends, even though you knew he liked you. Totally. You know? So, like. It's hard, you know, to be young in these situations, but like, that's where you're just kind of like, be like, no, I'll just read the, stay up all night, read the crucible and write like a half ass essay at 3am. Right. (laughs) Normal kid. So I don't have to hang out with my ex-boyfriend all day. Yeah. Um, And like, relive like memories of us having, like making a movie and doing things that we used to do, you know? Right. Anyways. So then we go into a bunch of interviews. Um, Not, not one of them in the spot that we are setting up for the interview with Dawson and Joey. (laughs) It's like Grams and Bessie and they're telling stories about Witch Island and, you know, Grams gets like the religious aspect and Bessie like tells us a dark story about like one of her classmates getting lost there. Uh I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> I can't believe this place is even like open 
for people to go visit, but okay. Sure. And then we go to this black female student that we've like <laughs> never met before. No. And she's like in the hallway on the stairs. And like, she outside. Yeah. And she's wearing exactly not in the spot they were setting up for interviews. Yeah. She's wearing a who really killed uh JFK Jr. t-shirt. JFK Jr. <laughs> yeah, because remember it was like it was like pretty <laughs> It's not too long ago that that's when that plane crash happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. And yeah. so, you know, and then, of course, because it's a Kennedy dies, like, everyone then thinks it's a conspiracy. Um, <laughs> and she's like, kids just mysteriously disappear there sometimes, and they say it's witches, but I think it's the CIA or the NSA. And it, like, closes in on her friend's face who's behind her, who's kind of like, what the fuck? I don't I know. know. Like, again, then- like, this, like, really horrible introduction to, like, absurd uh, conspiracy theories and how, like, we were allowed- we allowed them to get out of control. Oh, yeah. Hello. And she's like, it's just like the government to come up with an occult backstory to cover, cover up their malfeasance. So... <laughs> There we go. And then we cut immediately to Pacey complaining that there are no snacks on <laughs> with him. I mean, I, I, that is a valid complaint. Valid yeah, and complaint. it's like Dawson's like, come, come do my project. I'm not giving you any snacks. Like, come on. Yeah, I know. Well, and it's and like they're walking towards the boat dock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid, you know. Yeah, where well, that's when Pacey is complaining on the way to the boat dock. And yeah. then there's a dude on the boat that checks them in, and he is wearing a shirt that says. My parents disappeared on Witch Island, and all I got was this lousy t shirt. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the customer laughed their ass about that. <laughs> the customer so was having a great time with the t shirt game on this episode and just threw it out the window and was like, We'll just put Katie in this hat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And so Dawson asked the boat dude to do an interview mm-hmm. and the boat dude's like, yeah, sure. As long as you return the favor. And Dawson's like, what? And the guy in the boat pulls out a camcorder and he's like, yeah, yeah I'm making a documentary about all the kids making a documentary about yeah. which island. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. He's like, I, I think I could get it on. so hard at this in 1999. <laughs> I like, know. Dawson, you're so boring. <laughs> I know. And he's like, you know, I think I could get this baby on the festival circuit. Like he's all excited. He's kind of right. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and and then the guy gets all serious and he's like, you know, you kids think this is all fun, but like don't get caught out there past dark. And <laughs> and Jen's like, bro, we don't scare so easy. And the guy like fucking is like dead serious and is like, girls died out there. <laughs> like, do you don't think they're mad about what happened and take it out on people? You're and like, died in 1692. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. And he says the girls can't control their natural urges. The girl, the, the ghost uh-huh. of the girls, yeah, apparently. Yeah. And they like, <laughs> then they motor over to the island. Also, I just want to say. <laughs> so funny because Dawson's standing up while the boat's going and yeah. the wind swapping in a chair. And he's got like the camcorder <laughs> up to his <laughs> eye. Like, I laughed so hard at the image of that. Like, he could be sitting down and like have more stability for the camcorder (laughs) definitely definitely (laughs) so it's funny and like and he also um not dawson but oh i wanted to say about the forest around them like you know Uh this was filmed in south or north carolina yeah and it is definitely like 
like the trees around there are not trees that you it's swamp trees and <laughs> no, totally. not new england forest <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean yeah and the i get it but... not new england it's very obvious that's not yeah, england, yeah. But whatever it's cool <laughs> They get to the island and there's like a historical society dose and the dock to greet them. And I'm like, what is this island? Yeah, I have questions about like the, the island. historical society historical runs like a whole operation on there. And then like, I can't, it, but it's part of like a conspiracy theory of ghosts. Yeah, I can't really tell. I mean, clearly there's a history here, right? Like. There is the actual history of these girls being sent to this island and then there being a fire and them dying. Um, Also, I want to tell you that the the sign says, welcome to which island, and then spray painted underneath it, it says, now get out before it's too late. Um, (laughs) Okay, so the woman who comes up from this... They can have a docent, but they can't fix the sign. <laughs> they can have a docent, but they can't fix the sign. That's true. Um, so the docent's name is Wendy Dalrymple. Um, and she's played by Liz Vassy, who has worked for fucking years. She's worked for so long. Yeah. I was trying to place her face. I was like, who is this? Probably people mostly know her from CSI. Um, okay. She played a character called Wendy Sims on like a lot of episodes of CSI. Um, I, I have never watched CSI, so I can't tell you, but, um, uh-huh. but that was seemed to be her biggest, but she's been on a ton of other shit, like a ton right. of other shit. So, huh. so anyway, so, so P- Pacey immediately the, goes to the gift shop. Yeah. The docent, yeah, the docent's like, Oh, what are you filming? And Joey's like, he's ripping off Blair Witch. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah and pacey's like you got any snacks here you didn't bring any and she's like we got some in the gift shop and they have souvenirs there and jen like is so me she's like "Ooh, i love souvenirs i I was like that's an aaron hensley Uh, move (laughs) never met a small museum gift shop i didn't fall in love with so yep i can attest i can attest to that (laughs) and so the docent like says to dawson and joey like Oh, yeah, you should go to the cemetery. Like, that's where people love to take footage for their documentary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, Dawson reminds Joey, like, no, no, this is a real Blair Witch is not. Right. <laughs> well, and then, like, I mean, it's it's like then we go to the gift shop, which definitely looks like the inside of Giles's magic shop from Buffy. Yeah. Um, and it's really funny. It's like all witchy. And Jen is like in heaven. <laughs> I know. I'm like, girl, you said you didn't believe in witches, but I fucking. Yeah, is a lie. <laughs> Look at how witchy She's you are. Like the most goth person on the show. Like, come uh, on. Definitely by far. And she finds a book on charms and spells and starts reading to Pacey about a love spell. And then yeah. she puts on a witch's hat and says that she's going to try it out on him. And I'm like, I'm he, here for this storyline. I'm 100% here for it. Their banter is just really cute. So they're great. They like have this, this pairing. Yeah, they have this great, charming banter about how they're like not attracted to each other, you know, and they're like, not that you're not cute, but like, I'm just not your type. It's not my type. Yeah. yeah and then totally. Pacey kind of gets like, hey, hey. And he's like, well, I'm better than Ty or Chris Wolf, which is true. Um, and Jen's like, you know, but both of your relationships have ended with one, a woman fleeing town to avoid prosecution. <laughs> and then she gets hella fucked up. Oh, boy. Yeah, she does. She's like, <laughs> your other relationship like then- ended. 
when your girlfriend had to cool out in crazy camp for the summer. <sighs> Fuck you, Ouch, Jen. Jen. That was a rare and even misstep. Pacey- I know, the Pacey's rare. like, ooh, ouch. Like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> yeah, I, agreed, agreed. So, um, so we're at the cemetery yeah. and the docent's there and Joey notices like, oh, wait, there's only 12 graves and the story has 13 girls. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the docent's like, oh, most people don't notice that. And I'm just like, Joey is a Rhodes Scholar. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> She's and the- Rhodes Scholar intelligent. um so her so the the docent tells us that the missing girl's name was mary waldack and that her body was never found and no one knows what happens but there's two schools of thought one one school people believe she was a witch and she haunts the island and then there are these romantics out there that believe her lover came and took her away before the fire happened and Joey's like, Dawson, are you taking this all down? <laughs> yeah, because because then like Wendy tells this story like William and Mary, like so William was the the guy who she was in love with and they like grew up together and got along really well and then fell in love. And then one night they were found in bed together and she was marked as a witch and was like put on trial and banished to this island and was separated from the love of her life. And Wendy says that's what makes this island such a charged place. Like if you ever love somebody you couldn't be with, you can feel it in the air. And Dawson's camera then catches Joey, of course, who is Mm -hmm. like definitely reacting to this story because in their minds, that's what they think of their relationship as. Exactly. Yeah. It's not. (laughs) I just want to put that out there. You're just two (laughs) kids who grew up together and tried to make out sometimes and that didn't work yeah and you know so joey's like are you taking this all down yeah. like soulmates facing a tragic ending there's your movie mm-hmm. and dawson doesn't take the advice of his producer <laughs> what's a mistake mm-hmm. yeah and so he asked the docent to see the chapel mm-hmm. and she's like oh no 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 no! i never go into the woods um but we have some maps in the gift shop <laughs> i have You're a real like, I have what like, is this i have questions about this park slash museum i know <laughs> like what is this there's a docent there to like answer questions and kind of give tours right and but like but like she refuses to go to part of it, so they're just sending these kids off to like, it, unsupervised to a, a site that like this is a historical society. So right. the site, the chapel, is presumably like three hundred hist- years old. <laughs> I mean, so you're like just go off, run, touch that three hundred year old shit, whatever. Fine. I don't go in there. I don't fine. do that. <laughs> super weird it is very weird um i have a lot of questions but we're just gonna move forward because i don't run the cape side historical society though i would be great at it um (laughs) so we go back to the gift shop and jen has made a witch's brew love potion (laughs) she's got a fucking cauldron (laughs) that's going like a legit cauldron double double toil and trouble cauldron gift shop had all of the supplies necessary for this love potion sure because it's fucking giles's magic shop that's what i'm telling you Uh, a fucking witchy shop that i'm here for i know and and the the docent walk 
Jonathan and is like yells at them. It's like, oh yeah, sorry. The Pacey's like, no, 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 I'm not drinking this. I'm not drinking this. And Jen's like, come on, let's just go for it. Whatever. Let's do this. I love potion number nine. Yeah, exactly. So stupid. Let's try it. You know? And Pacey's like, all right, fine. Like I'm here for some weird ass shit, I guess. (laughs) And he drinks it as he's drinking it. The docent walks in and yells at them. Yeah. And, and then just like hands them maps to the chapel. Yeah. Like, Get the fuck out of here. And you're like, wait, isn't this a gift shop? Do they have to pay for those maps? And what about I, the, the supplies? Yeah. The witches brew. No, no, no. But the, okay. but the docent is like, don't fuck with things that you don't understand. Like, you know, this is like black magic stuff or something like that. I don't know. Um, Anyway, like good the good teenagers they are, they ignore her warnings um, yeah. to go into the woods and just go there anyway. Yeah. And so they and so walk out. Walking, yeah, they're walking through the forest and they're Joey's talk- like giving her take on what happened to the girl. Yeah, Mary Waldeck. So so Jen's unconvinced. She's mm-hmm. like, this is just a teenager who had the warm and fuzzies, like, you know, not a yeah. not a thing. Joey thinks it's tragic. Yeah. And then Dawson thinks it shows how love can thrive in the worst of circumstances. Yeah. So he's taking the like, quote, romantic route. <laughs> optimist. Yeah. 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 And and Joey's like, you know, look, this girl died a sad, lonely death separated then, from this boy from that she love. loved. Yeah. And Dawson's and, like, like the du- she's like, the dude forgot her and moved on. Yeah. And Dawson's like, no, if two people are truly madly deeply in love, which like drink to Soundgarden or Savage yeah, yeah, Garden yeah. right there. Soundgarden. <laughs> um, the, they'll figure out a way to be with each other. And Joey's like, you know, well, he, he definitely just found someone else. Yeah. And Dawson's like, well, I mean, if if he met someone else and moved on, they were they really soulmates? <laughs> yeah. And I just like these meta conversations are just exhausting sometimes. <laughs> yeah. like, guys, just have the conversation. Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. So, so Jen stops then and is like, we're here. Um, And Pacey leaves to go well, pee look, in the woods. First of all, Joey is annoyed at the assessment, you know, that oh, Dawson's yeah, yeah. making. And Dawson calls her cynical, you know. Yeah. But didn't they, like, call themselves cynics at the beginning of season one? Right? Like, I, f- I felt like they said they were both cynics and then jen and then like when he started dating jen he like kind of decided he wasn't a cynic he was a romantic right remember there was that line where she was like he used to be bitter and cynical too yeah but we've never seen dawson as a cynic we have only seen him as a romantic (laughs) optimist yeah and so Jen just is not having or yeah pacey's like i gotta piss something with that witch's brew and he goes off and jen's like just to Joey and Dawson, like, I've had enough of your bullshit. Shut up. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> Jen's like, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go in. Please shut the fuck up. So so we go back to school. Yeah. This to this boring ass storyline. And it's like and a five minute. It's maybe five minutes of the episode, which is why I don't really understand yeah, why it's there sense. at all. Like a real flushed out I have story a theory. Line. I have a theory at the end that I'm going to tell you. Or no, I okay. have a theory right now. Never mind. So Andy is like writing all these people up for different things. Yeah, right? she's like passing out like citations to the students for breaking the like honor code like or dress code. code yeah you know it's like oh you've got um a nude girl in your locker yeah nope 
Yeah. You know, you oh, have... you've got sideburns. Nope. Right. <laughs> you know? and right. Like, and she, at some point after she gives a citation to one of the students, we see Brenda from episode one, the Belinda. one who. Belinda. Belinda. Sorry. Sorry. Belinda from episode one look at andy like she's the bitchy cheerleader that jen takes over from she like looks at andy which like makes me think that there was more to this storyline at some time at some point right and it got cut for time um they should have cut the whole thing so that's all i have to say yeah (laughs) they just should have cut the whole thing Um, because then we go to the church in the woods and dawson like reads this plaque that's like like, hilariously covered in cobwebs (laughs) It's very, it's strange. I mean, this is, like I said, I have lots of questions about this, but we're just going to plow through. Um, So Dawson's reads a plaque that says the townsfolk built the church to help the girls find God and would send a minister over, but the girls like would tease him and he gave up on coming. And Jen's super into that. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And I'm like, same, same girl. Joey says like yeah and then it says the townspeople use the island as their own personal brothel Uh uh-huh okay they definitely weren't getting paid for that sex no (laughs) it was not a brothel it was a I don't even know what to call that um nothing great violent great great okay Um, because Joey's like these women were murdered um you know because once the townsfolk sort of caught wind that these men from the mainland would come over and like have and and rape these women um you know like this angry mob came and locked the girls in the church and set it on fire which i have questions about since this church does not look burned down but whatever um (laughs) fine okay and jen just wonders if the love spell has worked and she goes to find pacey yep And she says to Joey and Dawson, like, okay, go make sure the boat doesn't leave without us. Yeah. And so Dawson and Joey walk out of the chapel and they're in the forest. And Dawson's like, Joey, what's your deal? Yeah. We're just friends. Right. And she's like, friends? Come on, dude. You don't know anything that's going on in my life. Like, right. how did I do on the PSATs? Why did I get fired? Like, how are the Potter sisters surviving, like making out our existence, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, and look, I don't know anything about your life either. Right. And and she- Dawson's like, yeah, but that's what we needed. Right. We <laughs> needed space, distance. Right. And And the thing is, is that like, you know, Joey is like, what, we're just watching our relationship crumble around us. Like, you know, I, I don't know yeah. anything. Because like, I, like we were saying earlier, like, yeah. Joey said, like, we, I want to be friends with you. But she actually, like, meant it. She yeah. meant she still wanted to be close with him. And, like, she wanted to, like, still, like, know what was going on in his life. And, like, right. kind of just go back to the way that it used to be, which, like, is near impossible and, like, unrealistic of her to think. But she, like, still was attempting to make that happen, you know, yeah. to be friends with Dawson. And he was, like, committed to them being together. So now that it's, like, the converse where Dawson's, like, let's just be friends, he means, like, yeah, just, like, on paper. Yeah, he means, like, if we had social media at that time, I would like your Instagrams. And, like, I would give you, like, I would comment on all of them. Yeah, yeah, And I would be a reply. And I'd be, like, a reply guy. I would be a reply guy, too. Yeah, exactly. And so then Dawson says this thing that, 
I'm baffled by. So perhaps you can help me shed some light on it. He says, if you take away everything else he we are, then we're friends. Because Joey's like, you know, we're we're so much like like um, we're watching our relationship come crumble around us. And Joey says we're friends or Dawson says we're friends. And Joey's like, well, are we? And he's like, you take away everything else we f- are and we're friends. And I'm like, that makes zero sense. Well, it's because, like, as we get in on this episode, Dawson thinks that they're soulmates and that they're going to end up back together. Right, right. And, like, he <laughs> thinks he gets to, but he thinks he gets to determine the timeline, even in this thing where he's yeah. like, well, we need a distance. Like, yeah. he gets to speak for both of them. And he's like, no, no, we'll have distance. And then when I'm ready, you'll have waited around for me and then we'll <laughs> together. So yeah. if you take away, like, everything we are in so far as like we're soulmates I own your virginity I own your heart yeah and like then we're just friends you know oh. and, and she's like look I get to define what friends means and like to me friend means like knowing what's going on in my life like checking in on me you know yeah and she, like that's the way I see friends you yeah, know yeah because she's like you know we can't just will this friendship into existence like I like we don't know anything about each other, which means we're not friends, which I'm like, yeah, yeah. Joey. I mean, that seems like a pretty clear definition of friends. You know, I mean, yeah, and she's just like she just says to him, like, look, the last year of my life was so fucked up. And the yeah. only thing that kept me going was our bond right. and like our connection. And for the first time in my life, I don't feel that connection. And it really scares me. And I think that's like really fair. Like, I, I understand I I how like, scary that would be. In that moment, you're like, oh, okay, they do talk about their feelings. They do, like, <laughs> make that space for each other, you know? Like, yeah. okay, I guess I'm seeing, like, what she's always telling us they have. You yeah, know? yeah. And and just then, of course, the boat engine starts. And yeah. they're like, and- wait, 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 wait. Don't leave without us. Yeah, we're waiting for our friends. And he's like, the boat guy's like, no, 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 wait. Things get fucking weird at night. And I'm just like, whatever. And he just starts off the boat and leaves these four miners on the island. Yeah. He's is like, this legal? This is, this is part of the rules of the historical society? Okay. I, and as he's boating off, he yells like, whatever you do, don't go in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> And he says he'll come back in the morning and see who's still alive. And I'm like, whoa, sir. I know. know. Oh, my goodness. So then we see Jen and Pacey walking through the woods. It is now dark. Yeah. Um, Though Pacey has a flashlight. And yeah. Jen's like, ooh, are you feeling it, Pacey? And (laughs) Pacey's like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling lost. (laughs) And And Jen's kind of like, yeah, I would much rather be, like, fucking arguing with Grams about saying grace right now than, like, (laughs) right here. And Pacey's like, ouch. I know. And Pacey just, like, he opens up to Jen in this way that, like, we don't see him open up to Dawson or to Joey. You know, and yeah. he's like, what's the deal? How did it get turned around on me that like the thing is Andy cheated on me and she gets extra with a mental patient? Yeah. <laughs> OK, it's like, Casey. Uh, but this is what I was complaining about last episode. And like, I get it. I was alive in 1999 and was a teenager in 1999 and said fucked up shit that I that I would be embarrassed that I said yeah, now. Yeah. But like, yeah. I'm also like watching this going like, man, Man, like it is 
poorly. It hasn't really aged poorly. And they get so close. They do such a good job with like the storyline for so long. And then it's like they get like it falls apart. Yeah. Or just like the acceptability of what we could say in the 90s. Yeah. Like, I mean, it sucks to see it. But I also like I've been thinking a lot about last episode and I like in the sense that we see it completely different this go around, you know, like just how far we've moved in our like opinions and our ideas of how these things happen, you know, like, while like, you know, again, like every time they talk shit on like this guy as being like a mental or like the mental patient aspect, you're like, Whoa, calm down. Like, it's just like, you don't need to say that. You don't need that. Like it just, she cheated on me. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't matter who it matter who it was with. Like, you know, like she cheated on me. And then when I broke up with her for behavior, that's unbecoming of my girlfriend, Mm -hmm. you know, I made out to be the bad guy, you know? And you're and like, it's Jen, so true. And it's Jen's totally like, true. yeah, I know the fucking feeling. How about when a freshman has a crush on you and then you say no and then you somehow break their heart and like ruin their like feelings on relationships? Right. And you're like, that's fucking true, too. I know. Like Jen and Pacey both like bear the brunt of everyone's fucking romantic misdeeds. It's like, OK, exactly. All right. They're the sluts. They're right. they're they're bad. And and, and Pacey's like, you know, I just have this habit of messing things up like or like love has this habit of like messing things up. But sex is really nice. And Jen's like, yeah, agree with you on all fronts. Totally. And And then Pacey's like, like, maybe we, we could just have like some kind of casual thing with like an agreement in advance and <laughs> a prenup Jen her true class showing is like oh like a prenup <laughs> <laughs> yeah girl we see you we see you Jen <laughs> and he's like you know yeah like we could agree both partners he doesn't say we yeah. he says both partners could agree to terms beforehand mm-hmm. and like you know, when they needed to, could come together, so to speak, um, and part as friends. Like, that seems like a great idea. And Jen's like, yeah, in theory, it does sound like a great idea. (laughs) And they go back and forth and say, no guilt, no shame, no bad mixtapes, which I feel personally attacked by. (laughs) Excuse me. I made a lot of good mixtapes in the 90s and for people I had crushes on and... (laughs) feel attacked okay so <laughs> pacey then is like oh well pacey like, says both like i might be the witch's brew but you're starting to look damn cute <laughs> <laughs> and then they keep walking and it seems like something in the woods is following them like we start in this camera work that's gonna come back where like it seems like maybe they're being watched in the woods yeah so we're at the gift shop and Joey is reading from one of the girl's diaries. Yeah. And it's like, it has to be a copy, right? She's like touching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's a copy and it's edited by Wendy Dalrymple, the lady oh. from the Cape side historical society. Oh, good um, just good. FYI. <laughs> so she reads a passage where Mary is questioning whether her bond with William was an illusion 
And Dawson and is Dawson immediately hurt. feels attacked. Yeah. And he's like, is that what you believe? And yeah. you're like, what? She just opened a page of a diary and read that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, this is a metaphor. Come on, follow along. Um, <laughs> obviously, and- these people in the 1690s are definitely a prototype for Dawson and Joey. And Joey rightfully is like, whoa, don't put words in my mouth, yeah. you know? And she wonders, like, if they're over and they're too stupid to know it. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's actually a really smart question to ask, right? Like, I completely agree. Is this, she says, like, is this the first act or is or is it over and we're too stupid to know it? And I'm like, I think that's a good question. Yeah. And again, if Joey had, like, an more friends she would have been talking this out <laughs> yeah yeah joey and um, jen's right there Dawson's joey jen's like, right there she's right there okay i know she's super interested in being your friend she even lets you get snarky to her even though like we don't know if she really likes it or not <laughs> I know. but dawson's like um, you know do we have to figure this out right now like you know i'm trying to live yeah. in the present and Joey's like, the f- like, present I don't fucking want sucks. To live in the present. Fucking sucks. Yeah. And Dawson is like, well, you said that love stories never end. <laughs> I, okay, wait, 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 wait. When did she say that? <laughs> like, I and was also, like, like, you said it one time, so your opinion <laughs> can never change. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. But also, I'm like, uh, I have watched this show a lot, and I don't remember her saying that love stories never end. I don't really have that good of a memory about this. But yeah, I'm <laughs> like, uh, it's super wild. But yeah. That's his comeback, you know? I agree. Um, I agree. But again, like I said, in his mind, he's like, well, we're meant to be. So like, I'm going to do my own thing, you know? Yeah. And then like, she's going to come back to me, you know? Yeah. Which is like, I think in his mind, what he thinks Joey did last season, you know? Yeah. And Joey, you know, went to go find herself and then came back to Dawson, you know? So he's like, well, that's the way it's going to be. You know? Clearly. Yeah. Um, and and then he's like, you know, what happened to that girl that told, told me that love stories never end? And she says she offered herself to the boy she loved and he rejected her. Yeah. And the boy I thought loved me rejected me. Yeah. Which Oof. is true. And but, she's like acknowledging this experience that she had and the real pain that came from it. Like this is kind of the first yeah. time we've heard mention of it besides the first episode, obviously, right. that like this was so traumatic for her. Yeah, like, girl. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was traumatic for me, too. I know. Yeah. (laughs) And and Joey's like, you know, or Dawson says, if you if we're meant to be, we're going to find our way back to each other. And then like Joey's like, it's fucking not that. So Dawson is basically like, wait for me to decide again. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And she reads. Joey's like, you sure about that? (laughs) You know, right. Like. You know, like they're just like not on the same level, and like it's it. Dawson is like not really participating in what she wants, you know, or like asking her about that. Yeah, exactly. It's all about Dawson and what he wants. Um, but Joey then reads from the diary again, where Mary is basically asking the same question about William, like, has he found someone new and yeah. forgotten about me? Yeah. And then and they a- hear the church bells start ringing. 
Right. And, and Joey and Dawson peeks out of like a well, corridor. Yeah. They leave the place that they're at with the candle, all the candles just still burning. Just leave that place. Mm-hmm. Candles burning. No problem. There's not like there's books everywhere. Um, and then, yeah, Wendy Dalrymple comes out like from the back room, like, hoo hoo. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? What's this what lady doing? This? <laughs> and they and run so to the, the church they run to the chapel and at the chapel jen and pacey are there yeah and and joey and dawson are like you rang and they're like no we didn't you, like, they're what? like you rang what the you hell rang. are you talking about and then they like look around and they're like wait a minute there's yeah. no bell tower <laughs> there aren't any bells in this place so fuck and then somehow so then it starts getting thunder decide- and lightning yeah, and they decide to light the most insane amount of the candles. <laughs> yeah, so we in go three hundred year old building. Sure. So we go like we cut once they like see the no bells. We cut outside to that same shot where it looks like someone is looking at the yeah the church, and then come in where there are a million candles. I, I have lots of questions. Um, Me too. Where'd did someone have from? matches? Uh, yeah, I hope. Um, and Joey is like reading the diary still. And then Jen comes up to her and is like, so, you know, it's what like, is this? Ooh, what is this? You know, and, is, that, is that a diary? Yeah. And Joey's like, okay. And she reads her this November 10th. She, well, it's like she's, yeah. And, and 1693. Like, and Jen, Jen's I, like, ooh, that's today's date. And I'm like, it's also the date that this episode aired, which means Dawson's Creek finally got a fucking date right. And I, I just <laughs> want to applaud them step in the right direction <laughs> um and joey says it's the anniversary of the fire yeah yeah and jen is shook she's yeah. like whoa that's yeah, maybe witchy this, maybe this wasn't the night to come here y'all yeah and joey kind of gets cynical <laughs> well joey's like reads that that mary got a letter from william saying he's coming to take her away but that's the last entry and then mm-hmm. Jen's like, well, do you think William came back? And Joey's like, no. Mm-hmm. He probably played her for a fool and ran off with some well-bred hussy, which like is so Joey's insecurities like all over the place. Absolutely. And Jen is like, whoa, whoa calm <laughs> down. Yeah. And she looks her dead in the eyes and she's like, don't let someone else's love life dictate your own. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. and I'm like, come on, be friends. I mean, that's great advice. That's great advice. And so once again, we cut out to the onlooker view of the chapel and then back to Pacey and Dawson. And Dawson, Dawson's shook. Yeah. He's like, asked Pacey if he made a mistake about Joey. <laughs> yeah. When he told Joey they needed time apart, like, was that a mistake? You know, and, and Pacey's like a good friend. Like, well, do you think it was a mistake? Yeah. And Dawson's like, you know, I'm not sure. Like, we've drifted so far away. And what if I was wrong? And then he says, and then he's, go ahead. What <laughs> if we don't end up together and it's all my fault? Okay. <laughs> Whoa. I, okay. And like, here's the thing, Aaron. I, you know, I hate being on Dawson's side, but uh-huh. he had good reasons. I think like they yeah. absolutely needed time apart and he had good reasons for it or he needed time I, I apart. Mean, I, he needed time apart. No, no, I, 
I completely agree. Like yeah. you said, she broke his heart twice. She was indecisive about what she wanted from him. Like she, couldn't, yeah. he couldn't go through with it again. Absolutely. But also, he didn't lead her to believe. Yeah, we're not going to. Ha- I don't want to be with you. But like, I just need to get over what happened. And I want to like kind of find myself a little yeah. bit, like find where you end and I begin. And then like, I actually see us being together. Like, I love you and I want to be with you. Yeah. You know, he didn't add that other beat to it. He basically was like, uh, you threw yourself at me, but I'm, I'm going to fuck that blonde girl Eve. You yeah. know? <laughs> and like, let her like kind of feel like fucked up and insecure about that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And so like, you know, it's kind of like, I agree. Like they had have this really weird codependent toxic relationship with each other yeah but like and they shouldn't have continued you know and he shouldn't have had sex with her he shouldn't have lost his virginity under those circumstances you know it would have been like horrible with eve you mean but like and or with joey or with joey oh yeah and in episode one like yeah 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 they he wasn't ready to be in a relationship with her and to like be committed to them because he had still so much hurt and in anger towards her you right. know so it would it wouldn't have gone well <laughs> no but he also didn't like re- he didn't communicate that to her absolutely and he tells pacey at this point like this is kind of the first time we've in this season that we've heard that his he sees them getting back together absolutely and and it he tells pacey like i hate the idea that if we don't end up together it's my fault and i'm like first of all you are 16 years old so odds are you're not gonna end up together (laughs) just like (laughs) just saying and pacey then gives actually some really great advice um which pacey says you know you're a guy who wears a heart on on his sleeve so like when you decided you needed this distance you were following your heart so like that's not a mistake yeah i'm like give pacey a talk show please i would watch it um and then like we cut again to the onlooker view and then back into the church where dawson and joey are now sleeping on the pews and pacey and jen are Are in the corner sitting in a corner confirming they don't have feelings for each other (laughs) yeah and that and that perhaps they could do this friends with benefits situation because they don't have feelings for each other yeah and jen's like okay what should we do and pacey's like (laughs) should i take my pants off (laughs) (laughs) and jen's like oh why don't we just like kiss (laughs) amazing amazing (laughs) just just great work all around y'all <laughs> totally totally it was, it's fucking he's hysterical like, he's like oh yeah 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 that's a good, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah, good idea good idea kissing first okay cool and and so jen is a little freaked out and then pacey's like come on and they like both kiss and yeah. they pull back and they're like that was weird yeah that was weird okay but, but then and then pacey's like goes back in for it he's like all right let's try it again and they like have this really like romantic kiss that's a good kiss and because they're both good actors you're kind of like sold on it you're like i know okay. like you I'm know like, oh 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 and, and jen's like okay less weird yeah <laughs> and they like start making out again and all hell breaks loose <laughs> what the fuck is happening yeah 
So it's like we see fire in the windows. We hear these like screaming and these voices. And it's just like madness. And then it cuts to commercial. Yeah. And And then it running. Yeah, it comes right back. Like it cuts to commercial and we come back in the exact same spot. And they yeah. can't get it. Like the kids can't get any of the doors or windows yeah, open. They're freaking out. The camera's going wild, and you're like, "Who's filming this, though?" Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then we're there's like this. Open the door. There's this huge there's fireball. Fireball. There's like a that's like a firebomb, and it and, just stops everything. And then yeah, everything's done, and so they can open the church door again, and they just leave all these candles burning, all these million candles burning in this dusty old church. Sure thing, guys. We go and they run out, and Jen's like, "I want to go home." Yeah, Jen's like, and "Get Dolph's me out of like, here." There's a logical explanation for this, and Pacey's like, <laughs> "Okay, send us a postcard, Spock. I'm getting the fucking hell out of here." Right, right. Jen, Joey, and Pacey are all like, "Great, you figure it out. We're piecing out of this madness. You don't need to figure that out right now. Yeah, we'll figure that out later." You know? And they all start running toward the dock where the boat magically is. At yeah. the dock. Okay. And they all and... jump on it and they leave as Dawson films. Yeah. And then, and then from that filming, we pan back out yeah. and Dawson's giving, or yeah, Dawson's giving a presentation on his documentary. To the and class. I'm like, wait, why aren't the other kids there? They're, well, Is all of their grades. Yeah. I don't know why they don't have to give they're in the class. They're sitting there. I, I don't know, know why they don't have to give there. the presentation. Good so question. Only he has to do the presentation, but like Aaron, they don't let have the to white do men the do the fucking work. Okay. <laughs> Super weird. I'm into this. I'm into the ladies getting to sit back and have a breather, give them each a glass of white wine. Pacey too, because he's got to deal with some shit, and Dawson can do all the goddamn work for once. But Dawson then gets to craft the narrative. So I know, but I know, but let me have my fantasy, Aaron. Okay. Um. So Principal Green is like, okay, it's a bit derivative, and the light of Blair Witch. Sure. Like, how many times is an educator going to call Dawson's movie derivative? (laughs) I think we're at two now, right? I think at least two. I don't at know. least two. At I least don't know two. If the Swamp Thing one got yeah. that from the other one, but yeah, yeah. And, and he's interrupted as he's about to heap more uh, disdain on the movie. Yeah, by like a student being like, "Principal Green, we need you. We need you." Right. And or sorry, sorry. No, he's interrupted by a student being like, "Wait, wait, wait. What's that on the screen? It's what the is cons- that shadow right there?" It's the conspiracy girl. He's interrupted by the conspiracy girl Uh, uh who's like, who is that on the screen? And it's like the figures of two people, a man and a woman standing on the dock. And all four of our four look at each other like, what the fuck? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And that's when a kid runs in. And tells yeah, Green and like, there's like a situation and Yeah, we need you. And yeah. so we see Principal Green in the hallway and there's like a long ass line of students and he follows the student the line of students. Yeah. And at the end he finds Andy there at yeah. a table, teamed up with Belinda Giving- to issue the st- Students' punishments for violations of the honor code. <laughs> right. And this Principal is what's like what? Well, this is WTF. what this is what makes me think that um, there was a l- bigger story that was supposed to be there yeah, because Belinda doesn't have a line at all. Belinda, yeah, Belinda's like a- an extra, basically. 
Um, and like, and like Andy is super proud of herself and she's like, you know, we're improving the quality of life at Cape side high. Like, you know (laughs) what? And and principal green's like, the honor code was written in the fifties. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, let these kids go. And then I want to see you in my office. And I'm like, I mean, like, yeah, literally the, on- the honor code was written during segregation. Like I wouldn't <laughs> even be allowed in the halls. Like what the hell is yeah. wrong with you, Andy? Yeah. And he's like, send these students away and see me later. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what is this story? Okay. So then we go to the so video store Jen- and and we Pacey's go to the, sleeping and Pacey's sleeping and Jen, Jen walks in. in. Yeah. And Jen's and like she wants to talk to Pacey about their agreement. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I don't want what happened, like the crazy, like, you know, um fireball, <laughs> the fireball thing <laughs> to get in the way of our experiment. And Pacey's like, ah, Maybe we should have taken that as a sign that like we shouldn't be doing <laughs> yeah. this. And Jen's like, no, no. Like, if anything, oh, this like-, like this, it only proves that love mucks everything up. And Pacey's like, well, yeah. so, so what you're saying is that we should still have sex. And Jen's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we should still have sex. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Pacey's like, okay, I mean, I can't say no to sex. That's the character Dawson says I am. <laughs> well, and he's like, and now? Then, now? We should, now? Should we have sex now? Yeah, and she's like, now? No? And Jen's kind of like, oh. And Dawson's like, I'm, I mean, sorry. Pacey's like, I mean, I'm a little bit tired. And she's like, phew, okay. <laughs> and she says, Roswell's on in five minutes. And I looked it up. And indeed, Roswell, yeah. at this point, aired yeah, right definitely. after Dawson's Creek. Um, For sure. And then Jen's and like, like, okay, well, like, let me know when you want to do it and I'll do it. And Pacey's like, yeah. okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's clarify so- here. <laughs> like, if I'm in need of a release, so to speak, you're going to just help me out. And Jen's like, yeah, but like, it's a two way street. When I'm in need yeah. of a release, you're going to help me out. And Pacey's like, okay, like, this <laughs> sounds good. Should we kiss on it? And Jen's like, no. Mm, no, 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 no. Yeah. And so we kind of see that they're both unsure of their identities as if their identities of sluts is really true. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, I think I think th- it's interesting because I think like I keep thinking about 1999 and I feel like there was a way in which so much of this lingo that we kind of have now about friends with benefits mm-hmm. or fuck buddies mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, that's just like that was I mean, maybe people a little older than us were using that lingo, but like that's not something that right. we were hearing on TV shows or like, you know, that wasn't kind of in the cultural zeitgeist quite yet. Yeah. And so like this was it was kind of this first kind of foray into yeah. things like that, you know, where you're like, oh, you could just do that, huh? Right. No, totally. And I think that like, you know, both Pacey and Jen have these like reputations thrust on them as being like sexual and sluts and whatever. And so they're kind of like, okay, well, if that's who we are, then like, you know, we like having sex. So, you know, maybe we just like having sex or whatever. And we try having sex with each other. So it's kind of this like exploration into like (laughs) what that means and whether or not that like is who they really are or who, if that's just like another part in which the town like thrusts upon them right and similar to the way joey's told of like she's always angry and she you know it's like of course she's angry (laughs) she has had all these things thrust against her like 
you know, right. outside of her will. <laughs> so yeah, course, you all treat her like you know. shit. Of course, she's pissed off. Yeah, like you know. Yeah. So like, and like trying to break three, like you're. It's just like that teenage experience, especially like when you're in school and everyone's known you your whole life. Of like, wait, but why do I have to be who these people think I've been since I was six? Like, in which ways yeah. can I change who I am? You yeah. Know? And so like, it's really. Well, we interesting. were kind of talking about that with Gina in our interview with her of yeah. like you know that that desire or need to break away and that like mm. Joey. I mean, Joey particularly, but a little bit all of the characters except for Dawson. I mean, except for Dawson, feel this need. Because Dawson's given the best one. He's from a good family. He's a good guy. He gets a pass at everything. And he also gets to pursue his dream of being a filmmaker because he has the privilege to have a camcorder. He has the privilege to have a film program in school. So his whole life is easy. Like, you know, no one's life is easy. But like (laughs) compared to all of these kids, he's got the best elements of it right. you know right right and so um right and i think like he gets to leave because he wants to go pursue something rather than mm-hmm. get away from something and yeah i think that's like the distinction um and yeah. so then we go to dawson's room where joey yeah, and dawson and jo- are watching Joey's the footage there. yeah so mm-hmm. i think this is the first time we've seen joey in dawson's room in like a movie night kind of thing. like she's yeah. been in there that in episode one when she was like taking off her shirt and sort of throwing herself yeah. at him. But yeah, I don't yeah. think she's been back, if I'm correct. I don't think so either. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of the and, first uh, time. Yeah. And so they're kind of musing over the ending and wondering what what happened, what they're looking at. You yeah. Know? Could it be Wendy and, and the boat guy? Kind of, yeah. Or like, yeah. or could it be like Mary Waldeck and William Bennett? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And Joey's kind of changed her tune from being cynical. Like she's kind of like come around from that, you know? Yeah. Um, and Dawson finally legitimately apologizes. Yeah. Like the first time ever on the show, I think. <laughs> and he's I agree. Like, I'm sorry for taking our friendship for granted, you yeah. know? And it's like, he took, what she said and he actually completely understood it and i i think that's why i'm saying at that moment you see their real friendship because like a lot of times she says something and he interprets it through his own prism his own gaze you know and like instead of from where she's coming from and this time he didn't he was like whoa okay yeah like she's right i have been taking our friendship for granted i was seeing it like that she'll always be there and we'll always be like friends without having to put any work into it. You know? Right. Right. Cause she's like, you know, or Dawson says like, I was wrong to think that we could pick up right where we left off. Mm-hmm. And Joey, I mean, this is where like, I mean, I said it last week, like I relate to Joey in a lot of ways. Cause I'm like this too, but also I like want to <laughs> shake her because I'm like, this is, this sucks. Don't do it to yourself. Um, because Joey kind of lets him off a hook a little bit where she's like, it's not totally your fault. You know, we've spent so much time intellectualizing everything that like, but like what we've really learned in the past year is that like all that really matters is what we do and mm-hmm. not like, not like us intellectualizing this shit. And I was like, I mean, truth, that's the truth. And <laughs> yeah. she's like, you know, and also, do you think they really intellectualize their feelings? <laughs> I mean, I think, do I think they intellectualize their feelings? No, that does yeah. not seem like yeah. a story that we've gotten. They intellectualize yeah. a lot of like meta shit that kind of applies to them. 
right. you know what I mean? But, but like, but not applying like that applies to them, but not applying it to them, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. So, they like always, they always run into and lean into this. So like, I mean, we're just so smart that like, we just like, we lean into being smart so much that we like intellectualize our feelings and we're just so mature that like that kind of gets in our way. And you're yeah. like, actually it's the it's the converse yeah <laughs> you're really immature right and you can't really like use those like you know things that you're intellectualizing and like apply it to your life <laughs> so <laughs> it's it this is why your relationship is very problematic. Yeah. And I, but I think too, like this, I think there's like this way in which, and I don't know that this is specific to the nineties, but I know I felt it in the nineties as well of this, like hyper self-awareness where you're like, no, I know myself so well. And I think what it really set us all up for is like our entire twenties being like, Oh God, (laughs) I feel like I'm falling apart because because and I feel like in certain ways, I feel like I've only recently got on my feet and and in some cases, I think not even have got on my feet from right. that, like thinking that I just know myself so well. And I think that's where they're at, too, is they're like, no, no, this is who I am. And I know myself. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you're 16. There's a bunch of shit you haven't explored yet. Like, yeah. And yourself is going to change and evolve and like grow throughout. So even if you know yourself now, you're not going to always know yourself. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think we were so, I I don't know. And they're also convinced that they really know each other. Yes. And I think like to an extent they like know each other better than maybe some other people on the show know each other. Sure. But they don't like they don't they are always confronted with like oh I didn't know you felt that way (laughs) you know yeah which is normal like it's totally normal but like they're like shook at the idea like yeah 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 I can't believe you're mad at me that like I I haven't followed up with you in three you know five episodes (laughs) yeah I hadn't considered that and you're like (laughs) what (laughs) well and it's like I mean there was that episode I think it's one of the Jack coming out episodes where Dawson and Joey are like dancing at the jazz club and, and Dawson asks Joey, like if, if Jack knows, if she knows Jack as well as he knows, yeah, she yeah, knows yeah. him or something. Yeah. And, and she's like, no, I mean like I can't read him like I can read you. And I think that's part of it. Right. Is that like, yeah, sure. You've known this person for so long that you can read them in certain ways, right? Like I, yeah. And like for me and you, like I know I've known you for almost twenty years now. Yeah. There are certain ways that I know. I know when. Yeah. I know when like you when need you're to eat. Be annoyed. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Really exactly. Mad at something, but keeping it in, or like you know. <laughs> and and you know, um, like if we're on a road trip or something, yeah. you know, like if I don't have coffee by a certain time, that yeah. like the the bitchiness you're <laughs> getting is game. not the bitchiness <laughs> you're getting is not about you. Um, exactly. <laughs> it's about it's about me needing something, <laughs> needing a yeah, fucking coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like so there, I think there's ways in which sure like when you have known each other for that long, you know each other and you can read each other. Absolutely. That is a thing. But I think like feelings and emotions and, you know, no matter how well, you know, someone, sometimes you don't know what they're thinking or feeling Mm -hmm. and assuming that you do is where you get into trouble. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. So then, um, Joey's kind of like, let's just not talk this to death. Let's just like check in with each other and take it slow, you know, and which I think is great, actually. And yeah. And Dawson's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. 
Um, yeah. And then and Dawson wonders if they should do a sequel. <laughs> yeah, because Joey motions to the DV and is like, I think this is one X file we're not going to close, which is just like great, great. <laughs> and and Dawson's like, well, unless we go back. And Joey's just like, nope, nope, no, no, nope. no, nope, no, 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 no. That was so fucked up. There was yeah. a fireball and like, I don't know. I don't, I don't need that do shit. That again. Yeah. Um, and then Dawson, like he takes what Joey says, like her boundary of taking things slow and like being a better yeah. friend. And he's like, so how did you do on your PSATs? Yeah. And like, she's like hesitant at first to like take things slow and to like reenter this friendship. But then yeah. she smiles and she's like, brilliantly you know the way and you're like the way katie delivers that line is like so perfect like she kind of like has this like moment the way she takes Mm -hmm. that beat and is just like yeah yeah. brilliantly and like yeah and it's like you can see how like the reason why like i felt like in that moment i was like oh okay i see why she's so connected to dawson because she with dawson can feels total confidence in herself like normally she would be like self-deprecating but she just like owns it she's like i fucking killed it it. you know nailed it i'm fucking smart as fuck and i'm not i don't need to like you know hold myself back about that you know yeah yeah and then we just we fade to we fade to the um the two figures on the dock and it fades out of the episode right then and uh yeah so yeah i mean like look i fucking i love that episode i I think it's so much fun yeah, um, yeah, and just like like it's a it's a bottle episode for the most part. Yeah. So you kind of get all your characters together, and you're like excited, and like it kind of resets, like you know, moving things along. Well, and it's like the the setup of this like J- Jen Pacey dynamic is like I mean yeah. I don't think this is a spoiler that that's not the end of what we're gonna see of that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, and, I like wa- while it's totally weird that they would like hook up, you're also like excited to see the two of them together because they're really <laughs> dynamic together. You know, yeah, so you're yeah. like, oh, I love them on screen together. And they're you know? funny. So that's exciting. Yeah, they're funny yeah, yeah, yeah. against each other. But like, so here's the thing, right? We're seven episodes in mm-hmm. to season three. Um, there's already been three episodes that are like ripoffs of other pop cultures. So we had like the risky business episode. We had the film yeah. noir episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we have the Blair Witch episode. And so like next week we have the Thanksgiving episode. So prep yeah. if y'all need to make yourself some turkey and stuffing. <laughs> um, Aaron and I are of the tofurkey uh, yeah. <laughs> ilk. But you know, whatever, whatever's good for you. Do your thing. Um, I just eat stuffing because I love it. Um, That's like my favorite Thanksgiving dish. But next week is the Thanksgiving episode. And this is like that episode is famously when the cast shut down production because they hated the way the season was going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is like, first of all, that is a powerful cast. (laughs) We're going to get into it at the end of next episode. We will. Yeah. But I just wanted to say like, I get like, even though I love this episode, I get if you were in like seven episodes into a season and you were like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. I mean, if I was Meredith Monroe, I would have been like getting Pissed. all of the cast members being like, come on, you have to have my back. Like, what the fuck is happening to my right. character? <laughs> like, right. This is horrible. You know? Yeah. Because like Andy is definitely suffering the brunt of these problems. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but all but all of them are 
you know, suffering a little bit. And I could see Jen and Pacey, the idea of them hooking up is like uh, hilarious to me because they're yeah. so not gonna hook up. <laughs> you know what i mean so so i do i think it's a funny storyline that they're like what if we just were friends with benefits that would be great but i see from like an actor's perspective being like what the fuck is going on now like so yeah or like what are you trying to do with this especially if you're joshua jackson who's like wait wait i already had to go through this really fucked up storytelling of my teacher raping me and acting like i was in love with them and that was a real relationship and then you like perpetuated that real relationship into season two and like so what are you trying to do with my love life and my sexual identity yeah. you know, as a character so yeah, yeah like I, I mean, said we'll definitely get into it we're gonna get into <laughs> it episode but i i just like but, i have soft spots for so many of these first like eight episodes of season three mm-hmm. um and like but I, I also understand that there's like so much out of character stuff. Like I get it. But this yeah. one this one's fun, man. This one yeah, is this fun one. to watch. Exactly. Especially after the really serious last episode yeah. we had, you know. Yeah. So totally. That's good, you know. So who yeah. are you rooting for? Um, I'm I'm rooting for Pacey and Jed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's such a funny storyline. Like I think that's such a I mean, there's a part of me that's like, I don't know. I don't know how much I want to get into like what kind of sexual satisfaction one is able to achieve in high school, particularly as a mm-hmm. female. Um, not that I don't think it's possible, but I think it's um, I think probably Jenna's not receiving a lot of satisfaction in her encounters that she's having. Um, that said, um if anyone was going to give her satisfaction, it would be Pacey. I would imagine <laughs> he is a friend to women. Uh, I mean, obviously. Um, and then like, I think also, uh, I think, I mean, I'm rooting for Dawson and Joey to be friends. I think their friendship is something that's worth saving and is salvageable at this point. I, I think they're terrible as romantic partners. Yeah, definitely. But I think they're great as friends. Yeah, I mean, I'm less sold on their friendship because we don't see it that much. But when we do see it, I'm like, okay, like, you know, like, I think for me, this episode, I'm like, it's on the first times I'm like rooting for Joey. I have so many problems with her, you know, but she like really stood up for herself and really could concise, like concisely say why she was mad. Yeah. You know, like, like you act like you're my friend, but I haven't really talked to you in months. You like know nothing about my life, you know, and like. Like, I've definitely said that to people like, what? you think you're my friend? Like, what, you know, what's going on here? You know, I mean, like, it just depends on what kind of tier of friend you want to be. But like Dawson thinks that they're going to be best friends. So it's like, well, okay, that involves more participation, you know? Yeah. And I think that like her being really honest with him about like how he how she felt about her him rejecting her was like he needed to hear that yeah i agree you know i don't think he had considered it because like he said he was like i did what was what we needed what was best for us like a unilateral decision right and he hadn't really considered like just like how traumatic it would be to offer yourself to someone to you know consider like entering into being a sexual being 
and then to be like completely humiliated and rejected, like just how that would feel. Yeah. Is, <laughs> yeah. I, it's so fucked up. Like, you know, like we, we talked about in the first episode, like why did the show got humiliate her like that? Like, Oh my, just like how traumatic is that? You know? Yeah, um, definitely. So, definitely. Yeah. So I'm definitely rooting for her. Yeah. I agree that, Casey and Jen, like I said, I love watching them on screen. So they're like, they have a dynamic vibe between them. Um, It it doesn't really make sense. (laughs) But you're like, okay, more Jen and Casey screen time. um, I'm like here for, you know, so we'll see. Totally. like I, I agree with you. It doesn't make sense. But at the same time, I find it fun. (laughs) Yeah, I find them fun and I think that they're they're like I think that like while Dawson and Joey are off in like angst town like Jen Mm -hmm. and Pacey get to like bring the fun yeah I mean it's just like the juxtaposition of these two boy girl friendships of being like how complicated and angsty you know Dawson and Joey are mostly because they actually don't lay out a prenup they don't lay everything (laughs) out in advance you know versus pacey and jen which are more like okay let's like start openly talking about our feelings and our boundaries and what we think like out of the gates you know and like create that space for us you know so that we can continue to create that space and grow that space and continue to talk about our boundaries and our you know things that are important to us you know so i i think you know every time we see joey and dawson together and whether they're building their friendship or like inching towards a relationship it's always there's always a juxtaposition of another relationship and you're always like i don't know there's the work joey and dawson's kind of the most immature worst one (laughs) agreed agreed no i agree and i think like and i think partially that's just because they're like childhood friends um Mm -hmm. And I think it's also because like they don't really allow themselves space to grow. And I think we're going to I think we're going to dig into that much more during this season. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. So for our listener corner. Yeah. um, So I've been listening from me personally. I've been listening to Nice White Parents. I don't know if you've listened to it. (laughs) I've been meaning to listen to it. I've heard a lot about it. It's, It's really good. Yeah. So I've been thinking about our like education system and just race and whatever yeah and so I was thinking about this thing that Angela wrote to us um a few weeks ago okay wait wait wait. I want to just say nice white parents is a podcast for anyone who has doesn't know that yes it's like serial radio produced Mm -hmm. by serial radio or something like that yeah and it's just like five episodes or something yeah um So anyways, this is from Angela and she was saying how she really related to Joey. And she said, my ultimate goal was to get the hell out of the hood through education, financial aid and scholarships. I got a permit to attend a middle and high school in a better district, took AP classes, joined clubs and teams, etc. I never thought I was pretty enough or privileged enough to marry rich. (laughs) Ha ha. So education was my way out. And so I'm wondering, what do you think of this binary of opportunities for girls? Like we see it in Dawson's Creek and Mm -hmm. we even saw it in the last episode of like she never married. So she didn't do anything with her life. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like marry rich or get an education. Like, what is this? And like, why do we perpetuate this? Like, these are your only two options as a woman or as a girl, you know, (laughs) especially like in 
un, you know, an underprivileged or poor kid or a kid of color, you know? Yeah. So Angela, first of all, thank you, Angela. Um, I think you and I have chatted before on Instagram and uh, I always love your, um, your thoughts and I love hearing from you. Uh, so I think that it's, it's so hard for me because I think that that binary, um, it's not, not there, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I mean, yeah, you know, we all live in this world and I think it's really hard. I think it's really hard for women if you don't go down one of those two paths of, yeah, of fortunately. Like, yeah, of either education or marrying rich. I think there are, of course, there are other paths, most definitely. Um, and, uh, but I think those are much harder, um, and particularly for women. You know, I think a lot about, mm-hmm. um, I think a lot about women that I know that I, I don't know if you know Lauren Huff. Um, she wrote this great essay. God, maybe maybe a year or two ago about being a, a cable guy, basically. Mm. Um, and she she's a um, a lesbian. She's like a pretty butch um, lesbian. And so she gets mistaken for a man a lot. And so she was like talking about how that like as she was working in in cable installation basically um that Mm -hmm. that helped her sometimes because like people thought she was a man and it like it kind of Mm -hmm. sheltered her from some of the shit she had to deal with yeah but um but like i feel like we have so little representation of any other avenue um within media you know i think that um i mean i'm trying to becoming a trade like becoming a trade isn't normalized for opportunity for women, you know? Exactly. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like one day at a time, you know, is one thing where the mother was in the military, um, mm-hmm. but she worked as a, you know, she's in the medic field. So mm-hmm. she's, there is some education and a, involved a traditional, in that. And also like a traditionally women. <laughs> absolutely. Field. Absolutely. And so, so I think that like, I think it's so hard because I think that's always what we see. And I think particularly, I mean, I don't know, Angela, about you, but my parents and, and, you know, we, we come definitely from different backgrounds, but, you know, I think that, um, our, my parents, I know were very much like you go to college to get out of this. So like, I, I grew up in a small town and I wanted to not be in that small town. And my parents were like, well, you know, you want to not be here, fucking get good grades and go Mm -hmm. to college. And that's how you get out. And they're, and, and not saying that they weren't correct. That is how I got out of that small town. But, um, I think that there were probably other ways that I could have gotten out. Now, now for me, education made sense. Um, Angela, I'm guessing for you, education made sense as the way to get out. Um, and um but don't but, you think it's interesting that joey is singularly focused on education as her way to like get out and change her life whereas like jen never mentions that as like this goal or this thing that she's like like kind of like holds her down or like you know what i mean i think it's such a class i think it's so class oriented right you know i mean i think jen I think Jen is not worried about that. Well, she doesn't see that 
opportunities as binary. She's like, I'm hell no, not marrying rich. And I also like do education. Like, you know, I'm rich, so I'm just going to get into college. I don't have to really work harder. Right. Anything. Right. And it's like, I don't think Jen's a bad student. I don't think that that's what, how no. she comes off. But because I relate to Jen in the sense where like, I was like, well, it's easy to get into a Cal state. And like, that's <laughs> me saying that as a person of privilege, yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, obviously sure. like, because I have the te- te- standardized tests were written by people like me. Like I know people that yeah, are on the board like writing you. those yeah. tests yeah. for people like me. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to like quote good schools. I yeah. had like quote nice white parents. Like there's a storyline in nice white parents of like, um, parents getting together to like open up a school for their kids and my mom legit did that and at the end they don't send their kids to their school my mom also legit did that <laughs> like <laughs> they built a new high school in my town that was like for all the rich kids to go to but my mom after she was on that project for like three years we went to a completely different high school so it was yeah. just a way to like rob other schools of like the the rich kids <laughs> it's like yeah. no doubt about it like <laughs> mince words about that you yeah know? and then no one on that that you know board sent their kid to that high school not one person right so and so we like create these worlds where like we tell or like the way I see it is we tell like a lot of poor kids, disadvantaged kids, like you got to do things our way, <laughs> even though they're set up with all these barriers. And if you want to succeed, this is the only way. <laughs> well, like, and I oh, feel like, and then we oh. change those ways, right? Like it's like, yeah. you got to do things our way. And then here's this barrier. I, I, I always, um, no, cause it used to be the UCs were free, right? Tuition free. And then we're like, Ooh, now that we have like a state mandate that we have to let anyone who is in the top 10% graduating seniors into IUC into IUC. And like, now that we've told everyone that you have to get good grades and this is your opportunity. And so now we have to get places to non-white students. Like maybe we'll start charging tuition. Right. I don't know. It's so, it's so frustrating because I think that I th- I don't think of myself necessarily as being held back in any respect. And part of that is my class and the class that I grew up in and my race mm-hmm. and the fact that I'm white. But, uh, you know, as a woman, I feel like I am. I do have a lot of options, but also, uh, you know, when you when you put it into that binary, I think that, you know, I, I mean, Growing up with the mother I had, marrying rich was not an option in my um, in my life. That was not a way to escape anything. That was a way to get mm-hmm. tied down to some shithead that you didn't want to be tied down to. Um, mm-hmm. Because I did grow up with a mother who really truly believed that, and I and I don't think that that's wrong necessarily. Um, but that wasn't something that was like on my radar. Um, uh, that said, I mean, I think that women are do get funneled into education and people and women that aren't great yeah you're told either one side or the other like either you had a mom like Jen's mom that's like Mary Rich or you had a mom like Like your mom mom. that's like you know get good grades you know and like that's education is your way out well and I think about this I have a, a cousin of mine um who is a smart real smart guy but just was not a school was not his thing um Mm -hmm. and um he he so he barely graduated high school and then um kind of 
didn't go to college or went to maybe he went to community college. He kind of, you know, he kind of floundered for a while um, and mm-hmm. then found, um, you know, he really likes working with horses. And so uh, basically as a real life cowboy in a certain way, I mean, he runs a awesome. he, he helps runs a ranch um, and, you know, works with horses and sort of found his calling in that way. And And I think that I think that partially you know, obviously he worked his ass off and he, you know, he did, he, he ended up going to, to a trade school for a little bit, but then didn't really like it. Um, but kind of, you know, was tried a lot of things and, and whatever. And this is from my family and my family is a family that is very educated, uh, extremely highly educated, has, um, every single one of my aunts and uncles on that side of the family, uh, in my whole family has college degrees and most of them have upper have college mm-hmm. degrees above a bachelor degree. Um, you know, and these are people who went to, to extremely hard to get into schools and, and whatnot. And so I think for a lot of us, it really taught us when, when my cousin um, didn't follow that path, it really taught us like how hard it is. And this is for a male, you know, a man um how hard it was to sort of navigate the world without that because i think in my family it's so expected and it's so um it's it's what we all did right (laughs) and so Mm -hmm. and so watching that you know there's a part of me that's like i've never really thought about this before but but um you know i think of me or my other i have one female cousin um, if she or I had not gone to college, I feel like that would have been a much harder prospect. And I, and I think it was hard for my cousin who did it, um, you know, to find sort of what he was looking for. But I think for us, there would have been even more difficulty. And so I think that's a really interesting sort of binary. Um, one that I, I don't feel locked into, but also looking at my life, I kind of am locked into, mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, no, I completely agree. And just like as we move forward in this new world, as we're like dismantling a lot of like systems of white supremacy and of like patriarchy and just a thing of capitalism that have held us back that don't serve to um, uh, help humanity yet whatsoever. It's yeah. like, what do we want? what do we want out of this? You know, like if we want more equitable schools, that means nice wise parents have to be comfortable with their kids getting less resources. Do they really need all of those resources? You know, like it, no. it's kind of hard to say. Like, I, I mean, it's like for me, I'm like, no, like, yeah, I would all argue the resources no. possible. And like, I could have stood to lose several of them, you yeah. know, for sure. Um, and I just think that like as a society, because we've created this binary, then people that don't, you know, pursue an education or, you know, you know, partner up to have dual incomes. Right. They, as a society, are look tend to be looked down upon, which creates this like guilt that you have to navigate and this insecurity you have to navigate on top of just trying to figure out who you are and what you want to do. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what are the paths for people that want to <laughs> break free of this binary, and what are we going to do about that? Yeah. And like, I think that that's a lot that we need to think about, you know, and in the way that we see all the women characters on this show written by mostly men, you know, and like just the ways in which like it perpetuates these ideas, you know, it's very interesting. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. But- and actually, you know, Joey, Gina, when we talked to Gina Fattori said, you know, one of those things about Joey was that um, a lot of that anxiety about school was her own anxiety about school. And it's like, yeah, like, I get it. You know, Gina was feeling the same way that we all have felt as women, you know, that like, mm-hmm. we need to, we need to do this so we can get out of this small town or so that we can, you know, move forward. And like, that's the way that's the way. And that, right. The thing about it that sucks for me is that like, I have had a lot of people that I'm very close to in my life who are so smart, but just not academic. And mm-hmm. like, it's like you watch, you watch as a lot of the, as those people sometimes butt up against those walls. And I'm like, that's fucked. This is a smart, yeah. this is, you know, this is a person that like, if you, if your job that requires him to have a bachelor degree, you know, like if you just put him into that job, it would be fine. He would do better than most right. people with a bachelor's degree. Um, right. I mean, it's she, a you full, know, the idea of it being like a bachelor, you need a bachelor degrees for like, you know, non-trade jobs you, you know yeah. like if it's like a lawyer like a doctor an accountant like stuff like that like sure. that you actually you know have a skill to set. know the the law well i don't want to say jobs are unskilled you know but um, sure, sure, sure. everything's a skill but still like we it to me it always feels like an agent of white supremacy like oh if you didn't get a bachelor's we're not going to consider you for this job because right. that means like it's a way to weed out legally yeah. a large group of people of color sure yeah and and people who uh people who grew up poor mm-hmm. exactly so it's really twisted but so, you know yeah so there we are yeah so thanks thank angela. You for that conversation thank you angela for sharing your experience yeah um always. and everyone thanks for listening uh we hope you're staying safe and cool it's hot here in la oh boy <laughs> very miserable um and you know it's a wild time to be alive please (laughs) be wearing your mask washing your hands (laughs) yeah staying safe staying safe you know and trying to figure out what to do during this time um you can follow us on instagram and twitter at dawson's critique you can email us dawson's critique at gmail.com we want to shout our boy Kilia. Um, for making our theme song you can find him on instagram at go freaking crazy uh, you can follow my finsta at aaron.hensley we want to remind you that our book is available for pre-order i remember everything you can find it um wherever you get your books um and we have some links in our bio so you can follow that please like us subscribe Uh, write a review wherever it is you get your podcasts it helps us out so much when you do that and we'd like to thank everyone who's done it so far um we would always as always like to thank andrew bush who we miss dearly and cannot wait to go record with him again my my uh social media is pesty 1079 on twitter and instagram rarebird lit can be found on social media at rarebird lit or online at rarebird lit.com this has been a rarebird production i don't want to wait